Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to Give Them the Biz. Dan Avone alongside my partner, Matt Marino. Matt, of course, the sports agent, NFL agent extraordinaire. And Matt, as we talk about sports in general, everything much like that of life is on hold with the coronavirus and sports just takes its, its proper balance in all of this, holding a, a secondary candle to, to the importance of, of this threat and the calamity and this pandemic that threatens every man, woman, and child. But as we look at it from our end, from a sports and a business perspective, we've seen the cancellation of just about every major sport going forward. What does this mean for you, your clients, and sports as we know it going forward? I think from uh, certainly from an NFL standpoint, um, it's really altered the draft plans right now. Um, you know, 2020 prospects, they're having visits canceled. You know, they're going to have um, their pro days canceled or, or possibly postponed. I don't think the, uh, the language has really been um, articulated yet. I think, you know, the idea is to, to hopefully, you know, have them at some time down the line. Um, but, you know, certainly in terms of a, uh, you know, the, the clients that have just come on board um, in January and, you know, that are going through this, this prospect, um, this process as prospects, um, you know, for them, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of questions up in the air. You know, usually there's a very uh, scheduled out approach. Um, you know, you, you go from the combine, you know, basically right into pro days. Um, you have your, your on-campus visits from teams coming, coming to, uh, to campus to work you out, you know, whether that's position coaches, um, coordinators, and then you're going, you know, on 30 visits possibly to those teams facilities to meet, you know, GMs, position coaches, head coaches, um, you know, other people of the, uh, the executive department um, and, and get medicals and clearly that can't go on. So, you know, from that standpoint, it's just a, uh, it's a kind of a hands up in the air situation where, you know, you don't know where it's going to kind of end. Uh, you don't really know where the bottom of it is. Um, and, and I don't think really, the leads really have a, um, a strong hold. Um, if you look around at, at some other leagues, you know, not just in the U.S., but abroad too, um, you know, most European soccer leagues are on hold till at least April 3rd, um, some till April 14th. If you, you know, if you look around through Europe, um, you know, Italy was the first one kind of to shut it down with, with their situation. Um, and then, you know, certainly in the States, you know, you have the, the NBA who was, you know, suspended indefinitely. Um, you know, March Madness being canceled, you know, that's, that's a billion dollar contract right there. Um, you know, and then Major League Baseball, the two week delay to start the season, which is probably not a bad thing uh, for Major League Baseball to start a little bit later. Um, and then certainly NHL shutting down uh, Major League Soccer for 30 days. You know, so from the client standpoint, it's just it's a lot of questions that can't be answered because um, I don't think people really have the answers for them. Um, and, and certainly the plans just, you know, really weren't in place for something this severe. Um, but I think from the the NFL standpoint, it, it certainly affects the, uh, the incoming draft class, you know, the most possibly um, it affects the, uh, the veterans as free agents, you know, free agencies due to start this coming Monday. Um, and, and, you know, from all accounts, that's going to be delayed. Um, you know, the NFL and NFL players association should have some kind of announcement, you know, over the next 24 to 48 hours. And it's probably the right thing to do. 
Um, you know, you can't have, you know, players traveling to facilities. Um, the NFL really needs to kind of take a leadership role as, as Adam Silver did with the NBA and, and really say, Hey, look, you know what, we're a leader in, in sports in the U S and, and to shut it down and instruct all, you know, 32 teams to do the same thing. It's interesting because I think that unlike any other off season, all the conjecture around this free agency pool and specifically one guy, and of course I'm talking about Tom Brady and that obviously will have to hang in the balance and be pushed back. As you mentioned, how about Matt from a financial side of things? If there is, and obviously we're looking at months away from the beginning of a football season, but I think that the unknown is probably the one thing that stokes a lot of this fear. And so we just don't know what's going to happen in terms of football, baseball, basketball going forward. Do you think that the owners, with the potential of not playing football games, that maybe this lingers through the summer and encroaches into the football season where we don't have an NFL football season starting on time or potentially, worst-case scenario, not an NFL football season? Could that have a domino effect and affect the free agency pool in terms of money going forward. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I guess everything is is pretty much you know on the table at this point, right? Um, you know, if you if you look at some of the you know the future um, leagues or tournaments that are that are canceling, um, you know, the, the European Championships, twenty twenty, um, and soccer, it, you know, that's off the table, probably off the table right now, and being postponed in twenty twenty one. So. Um, they're thinking for, you know, for, for obviously months ahead. Um, the NFL, uh, you know, right now for all accounts, they're, you know, they're saying they're going to play and, you know, the draft is still, you know, on between April 23rd and 25th in Vegas. Um, but, you know, whether that can, you know, actually logistically take place, um, you know, certainly travel, hotels, hospitality, you know, all those things are going to be, you know, associated with it. Um, but I guess, Matt, my question is, if I'm an owner and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to lose some money potentially looking at what's happening in the NBA. Yeah. If I don't play NFL football games, I've got to store up because I am not going to be as free willing to sign a Dak Prescott. I don't have the sort of money potentially to sign oh a Tom name. Brady or any of these free agents because I could be at a loss coming up in a couple of months. Is that in the thought process at all? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it, it absolutely has to be. And I, I think that's one of the things, you know, you sign free agents, not only for their play on the field, but, you know, the bang that they give you, you know, when they come into your facility um, and, the, and the noise that it makes. And you don't get that bang, you know, for your buck, so to speak. You don't get that ROI right off the bat. Um, so I think teams will certainly be hesitant and owners absolutely put that money, you know, put that checkbook back in their pocket because they're not getting that that hit right off the bat, you know, with a Dak Prescott, with a Tom Brady, you know, with these guys coming right into the facility holding up the jersey, you know, next to, um, you know, Jerry Jones or, or, you know, Robert Kraft and, you know, ready to go to work. Are you in contact? Obviously you are with your clients, but is there anything that you're saying when you, when you see it trickling down to the athletes and a Rudy Gobert, the center for the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell, their star guard, the one, and again, the unknown of all of us, because we thought, right, and it's this changing narrative that the coronavirus was relegated to the elderly and the people that had compromised immune systems. Yeah. But now we see a young man in his 20s, like that of Donovan Mitchell in his young 20s, and a guy like Rudy Gobert, professional athletes who have contracted this disease. Is it something that you are in conversation with, with your athletes? Is there a sense of fear? Where are they at in all of this? I think once you start seeing the athletes get it, um, it, it, it straightens people up, you know, certainly other athletes right away. Um, it, it straightens them up right away. That's when the calls really started coming in. Questions started coming in, certainly from the draft prospects about, you know, can we work out? We're going to have pro days. Can I go to a gym? 
Um, and I'm probably not the right person to answer. I'm, I'm certainly not the right person to answer that. Um, and, you know, I'm just going off of what other people tell me and, and what I've read, you know, from, from health professionals. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, once one athlete gets it or a coach, you know, in the case of, um, Mikel Arteta at Arsenal, you know, once, once they're getting it and, and you know how close knit a, a team is, you're, you're, you're traveling together, you're on a coach bus together, you're on a train together, a plane, you know, in hotels, um, eating meals together and in a locker room, you know, that's when it really, I think gets just the situation gets very, very, you know, tense and, and very real um, because, you know, you just, you know, once someone that's a healthy fit person gets it, um, I think that's what, when everyone kind of straightens up and says, okay, this is a, you know, this is a real thing. This is really, you know, not just affecting certain groups of people um, in certain parts of the country. You know, this can really spread quickly. It can spread, you know, throughout a locker room very quickly. Um, and I think some of the reaction you've seen on the NBA has been fantastic at, at you know, putting that action in place um, and then, you know, kind of quarantining or self-quarantining teams um, and, and putting that, you know, I would say they're, they're at the forefront of this. They're at the, they're the front runners that have you know, really set the standard for it. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, the, the call started coming in after the Rudy Gobert announcement. Um, and then shortly, you know, Donovan Mitchell, I, th- I believe was the next morning, um, you know, about 12, 14 hours later. So um, that was really what spurred it. Um, and then certainly the NBA shutting down. I think that also, you know, opened some people's eyes up as to, oh, man, this is, this is a real thing right now. And, and it's, this can affect us. Yeah, the Rudy Gobert situation, maybe that's another story for another time. But the way that thing went down, the way he was joking and rubbing all over the microphones and, and apparently playing in the locker room. And then, of course, later that night, he contracts the disease. Just, I think, a demonstration for all of us, the severity of what we're experiencing right now. Let's talk CBA, because I might be representative of, of a lot of people out there, and I'm a little bit confused. Where are the players at in terms of the vote in this 17th game that the NFL and the owners want to, for lack of a better term, shove down the throats of the players? Is there no leeway on that? Is that sort of – it's either you play 17 games or bust. Can you explain where we're at in terms of the collective bargaining agreement with the owners and the players right now? Yeah, so the offer on the table, uh, you're exactly right. It's it's 17 games. It's three preseason games, 17 regular season. You know, so the owners are trying to come at it from the standpoint as, well, you play, you know, four and, and 16 now, so you're still playing 20 games. You're just getting paid, you know, extra – you're getting paid for – the extra game now um, and the players they don't see it that way um, you know rightfully so you know it's it's the end of the season you're talking about guys that have been banged up all year long um, you know so yeah the owners are they're, they're strong on that it's 17 games and, and a lot of owners feel that um, they were a little lenient and they, they won in the 18th game I'd say about uh, almost half you know was we're looking for that 18th game um, so I think that's even um, you know a possibility if the uh, if the CBA does not pass, um, I think you know if they go back to the negotiating table, I think an 18th game would probably be brought up by a good number of owners. And I think certainly um, now that they see what has transpired with the economy um, over the last you know 10 days, two weeks, um, I think some of the owners even feel that you know they're giving the players too much, um, you know, too much, you know, too big of a piece of the pie. So um, you know. Uh, from my perspective, the players, um, you know, it, it doesn't seem to be a fantastic deal for them. Um, you know, they 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 have you know won some battles uh, throughout it, but I, I do believe they're very small battles. And you know, from the standpoint of the uh, the players, they they feel that hey, look, this is a jumping off point. This isn't a, a final negotiation point. And the one thing you got to take into account is Demar Smith, the executive director of the C, of the um, NFLPA. Um, 
you know, is, uh, you know, if you're voting against the CBA, you're essentially voting against Morris Smith um, because he's the one that, you know, put this plan in place. And, um, you know, his, uh, you know, his role with the, with the PA would be uh, kind of up for grabs at that point. Um, but um, yeah, I think, you know, from a CBA standpoint, you know, players have until Sunday to vote, um, you know, you know, the PA is encouraging us to talk with, you know, with players to make sure they, that they're, they do submit a vote. Um, and, and, you know, that don't just abstain, but, um, you know, from, from our standpoint or from the standpoint of talking with players is that, um, you know, not enough has been done, not enough, uh, concessions been made on the owner's perspective. Um, certainly with the revenue split, um, you know, going to 48% and then 48.5%, um, you know, the owners feel that, you know, they, they made some concessions on the marijuana, you know, testing, it's, it's basically only two weeks now. So to fail a test is, is very hard. I will say that um, it would be very, very hard under these new guidelines or under these new, this new agreement. But um, and there is no player suspension. It's you know it's strictly fines. Um, but uh, you know, I think the seventeenth game and and the uh, you know the lack of really roster expansion. They, the owners did give them a couple spots, but but nothing significant um, is is really where the players are are kind of dug in. So um, you know you'll see on Sunday once the vote comes through and it's it's fifty percent plus one. Um, you know, so, um, I, I think that's what the, uh, the telling point will be, but, um, but yeah, it seems to be that the, the players have been, uh, certainly against it, you know, to this point. Maddie, you're, we're on the outside looking in, you're, you're in the fire, so to speak, you deal with the players. If that vote was to take place today, and if you were a betting man, where's it going? Um, I would, I would bet against it. Um, I'd say that's where the odds are. Um, that's what it's been, you know, the, the vote has actually been open for about a week. Um, and will be open for a week, you know, once Sunday hits. Um, so players can actually log on mobile phone, go on vote. Um, they can't change their vote once they've cast it. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, I'd say, you know, it'll be, uh, if it, if you it need the players today, turn it down. Yeah. I think to turn it down, uh, the 17 game has really bumped in the wrong way. Um, now the economy right now, you know, maybe it throws them into a little bit of a, you know, into a little bit of a loop and, um, you know, changes some perspectives, which, you know what, maybe it does. They realize, Hey, look, you know what, we don't want to be, um, you know, out of, out of game checks for that long. Um, but, but I think, uh, from that standpoint, you know, if it were to end today, I'd say it's a, it's a vote against. Not to attack the intelligence of the players. Actually, I don't know. I would read through that entire document. But how many, how many pages, first of all, is that thing? It's a couple of hundred pages, isn't it? Yeah, I think it was 462, I think it was. 462. Um, how yeah. many of those guys are actually, or do the agents have to do a form? Or are those guys sitting down, are they going through that thing word by word? Yeah, I mean, we're, look, we're going through it with them. Um, but obviously, there's stuff in there that, that escapes a lot of people, right? You know, there's, if, if you haven't been through one of those, you know, um, you know, one, you're only going through it every 10 years. Right. So, um, you know, when it comes up and then there's obviously new language in there, it's, it's certainly legalese when you're reading the actual CBA. Um, you know, the, the PA did a good job of kind of putting the deal points, you know, side by side from 11 and, and today, but, um, you know, even to that, you know, extent, you know, a lot of this is going to escape the players and, you know, they're looking at certain parts of it, certain aspects of it, you know, like the 17 games, like only getting two more spots on the roster, um, you know, four more spots in the practice squad, which are, which are not big numbers, um, especially with the salary increases that, you know, that they negotiated out. Um, and, and certainly, you know, the, uh, the NFL and the owners, the management council and the owners believe, look, you know, we're going to be able to get some new TV deals in here. Um, you know, those are going to be big deals. And you know, that's what they're, uh, they're expecting the players to, to kind of, you know, land on saying, Hey, look, you know what, we want to get these deals done. We want CBA peace, but um, you know, we got to get you to the table and we got to get this, 
this, you know, shored up before we can get the TV deals, you know, negotiated before the election and before there's even a, a, a heavier, you know, economic hit. Um, I don't think anyone was expecting the, the one we were having right now, because this is kind of, you know, um, you know, just, uh, this is just popped up here, but, um, you know, certainly everyone was expecting, you know, because of the elections, there'd be, you know, some kind of economic decline or economic hit. And the owners wanted to get those TV deals done before that was, before that was taking place. But, uh, but I think, um, yeah, I think the, the players really see this as, Hey, look, this is a jumping off point. And the owners have said, Hey, look, this is a final offer, which I think is, you know, the, the toughest part about this. You mentioned the 10 years. Does it have to be 10 years? That's uh, so a long time. It, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, you know, and actually, because 2011, um, the owners actually had an opt out in that in that old CBA, um, and they opted out of it. Um, you know, and that was the the cause for the lockout, if you remember, in 2011. So, um, the the language in this one actually has, uh, you know, it's a clause on both sides that neither side can opt out. Um, mm. So it would be a 10 year deal. Um, I mean. I don't know if they've ever considered, you know, you know, five or seven or something like that, but, but generally these things are 10 years, um, you know, so that's the, uh, that's what really they're going off of. Well, I guess in some ways it's good for all of us and that the fans don't have to worry about a potential lockout or strike or, or a stoppage of play. And we only have to deal with this once, once a decade. Hey, Maddie, let's, uh, let's reconvene next week. And we just hope that the unknown, I think, for all of us at this point is just its area and its territory and its uncharted waters, because we have just never experienced this, whether it's in life, certainly in sports, and the unknown in terms of the draft or what's going to happen as far as games being played, what this means for the NFL, what this means for professional sports, and specifically speaking, what this means financially for, for everybody, not only the economy, but as we break it down from a sports perspective, I think is all just just to wait and see. Hey, Matty, wash your hands, brother. Yeah, man, you too. And you stay safe <laughs> on the uh, on the West Coast, and uh, you know, stay warm out there and enjoy yourself. And uh, watch some uh, watch some good YouTube of uh, old games. Yeah, that's all we got at this point. One of the reasons I love talking to Matty from New York is those sirens. It's not as if you work those in in post production. Those are real sirens because you're coming to us from the Big Apple. Absolutely, you got it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, for Matt Marino, this is Dan Avone saying, "Give them the biz." So long, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.